With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to Stan, the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Really? Good evening, everyone. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Did you know that 15 minutes could save you 15% or more in car insurance? What do you got to do? Visit Geico.com for a free rate. Quote, he's Aaron Torres. I'm Arnie Spanier. Great sports talk radio night. How you doing tonight, A.D.? Arnie, never been better. Uh, you and I had a couple extra shifts last week, so yes. I, I, you know, I had to go into uh, a dark place uh, and just pretend like the, you know, a couple of those shifts never happened. I had to get my mind right after spending so much time with you last week. However, I'm good. I'm refreshed. I'm ready I feel, to go, my Well, I feel since we're so close now, I, I need some money. I need some money. I'm selling my cars. I'm selling my laptop. I'm I'm selling everything. Are my, you asking everything. me for money on national radio? Yeah, I'm asking you for money. You don't have any kids. You don't have a college fund to, to save up for. What do you care? Well, you don't have a college fund either. Your kid's got a scholarship. He's a, he's he's a, a hockey he's a, he's star. He's a freshman right now. But let me tell you something. I need money because I want to put the whole thing on the San Francisco 49ers uh, okay. to win the Super Bowl. I, I've seen two preseason games, not even two full ones yet, and I know San Francisco going to the Super Bowl. Okay, give me some Jimmy G money, please. Buy my car, please. Uh, <laughs> I was no, going to say, don't do that. Don't I really that. like one of the teams in that game, but it's the other one. Uh, I don't know if what? you heard of a guy named Deshaun Watson, uh, national champion. I Clemson. can get 20 to one on San Francisco. They're not even the best team in their division, though. I, it's Trust me on this. If I put down $100,000 on 20 to one, what would I get back? Like uh, two mil? Wait, how much on twenty to one? A hundred thousand. Yeah, you would get back two million. I don't know where you're going to raise a hundred thousand. I mean, listen, you could borrow money. That's but, why but, I'm asking you. Yeah, you. I, I mean, I got like fourteen dollars <laughs> in my checking account. I'd be happy to send uh, your way. I don't know how much that's going to help you get to a hundred thousand. I feel though. good. Anyway, it's a busy Saturday night. Lots going on. Um, I'm in a good mood. 
You know how they say when you, uh, you're an empty nester? My wife was crying because my son went off to college, and she was driving him. I was crying tears of joy. She was crying tears like you wouldn't believe. So I. So did your he, son leave today? He left, he left yesterday. And you know what kills me? He's going to Kent State. And if I hear one more time, and, and we only, you know, he started wearing like a Kent State hat, and you hear these knucklehead, knuckleheads yelling, O-H, I-O. I, I'm like, no, no. Wow. All, I thought that was for Ohio State. I didn't know that's for the whole state of Ohio, no, no matter what school you get to. Where's our producer, Eminem? Does, if you're just associated with Ohio, do you answer to O-H-I-O? Is, is that the way it works or what? Uh, typically, Yes. I don't know about how if you're not associated or you hate Ohio State because there's different colleges there, but universally OHIO is oh, something it, you respond to. Yeah, it's so obnoxious. It's so obnoxious. Is, is you your do, son? I mean, your son's going to Kent State, right? I know so, that, but so do, you, I, do you do that? Do you do you? If somebody yelled OH, do you go IO? Like just on the street out here? No. Yeah, but, yeah. If somebody said it to you on the street, would you do that? I, I probably would just oh, because of fired. my instincts. Okay, you're fired. Oh come on! No, I went, listen to me. I've been the like bad if somebody mood. throws up a softball like that and they're and I'm in Ohio. Of course I'm going to say that. It's in my blood. Come I, on! I want you to know something. My my son is dating a girl. Look, I don't care if you're all tatted up. You know that's your artistic expression. I don't care if you got a nose ring, an ear ring, an eyebrow ring. You got pink hair, green hair. You know that that's you know artistic expression. But there's one thing I got to put my foot down. Uh oh. I got to put my foot down on one thing, okay? And this one really got to me when I heard this. And I, 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 I started to cry. I want you to know that. I'm not ashamed to admit that. My wife's girlfriend, my wife, so you see what this, my, 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 my son's girlfriend. <laughs> sounds like, yes, it sounds like you. you're going to have a real fun first yeah, Saturday yeah, exactly. without your my, son there. My, my son's girlfriend is a Browns fan. <gasps> That's great. Wow, no, she's got. Stop it! Well, here, well here's the problem with stop that. Stop it! Yeah, that's it means it means come she, on. It means she has really low self-esteem, which probably doesn't reflect <laughs> well on your son. That's the problem. Thank. You. Let me tell you something. I didn't raise him like that. I didn't raise him like that to go ahead and 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 date a Browns fan. I mean that Eminem. You see what I mean? Eminem, you're a Browns fan, right? Yes. Case closed. You see, that's what I'm talking oh, about. Oh, come on. Can you, can you imagine if my that was son cheap. marries her, they have some kids, they go, Grandpa, why are we losers? I go, because Mommy was a wait, Browns Wait, hold, fan. hold on a second. Wait, hold wait, hold wait. on. Why aren't you a loser, Grandpa? Well, because I'm hold, a New Yorker and we have winning teams in New York. Wait, <laughs> really? Wait, wait hold Dolphins on. fan. Okay, yeah. And for that, for that, first off, yeah, you're a Dolphins fan, so look, look who's talking. Secondly, didn't you last week say the Browns were going to go 8-8? Eight and eight? Like, didn't you? Yeah, didn't you say that? You did say that. that, and that's going to be the best year you're going to have in, in, oh, the, in the next oh, century. Oh, give me a break! No, they're, 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 they're going to go into the wrong? tank because of you, Arnie. Come on! Look, I, I'm a New Yorker. There's two things you don't date: people from Ohio and people from Dallas, Texas. Jeez, you understand here, that? Here's the you? thing: I feel like this is actually a really good thing for your son. Like yeah. I said, <laughs> self-esteem really low. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> expectations probably really low. Uh, you know, uh, look, he can take her to. Uh, he could take her to McDonald's on every yes. date. I don't think. I think she'll be thrilled. Maybe even get a, a value meal, two for one. <laughs> I feel like he's actually set himself up perfectly here. I, I give your son credit. I actually, if he can, uh, if he can yeah. call me after the show, I need some yeah. dating <laughs> advice for him. Well, I, I didn't know he. I just don't want to hear the O H I O anymore. Okay, I'm. I'm 
I'm already done with that. Does she wear like the dog mask when, I, uh, like when you go over you the see, house? You see, that's what stuff? I'm afraid. You have some kids. The little kids are wearing the dog mask. They're going rrr 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 rrr. You like what are you rrr rrr rrr? You're one in thirteen so far. Rrr 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 rrr. Does she have a Come sister? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, does she? So the dog mask possibly. Does she have the quarterback jersey? I don't know. I yeah. You know, the one with lists all the quarterback names on it. Yeah. They're, they're supposed to go to a game, but I'm like, please don't. Why? Please don't. Free tickets. What's yeah, wrong with that? You don't want the, you don't want that bad luck rubbing off on you. You know what I'm talking about. You don't want that Cleveland Browns. Um, but look at Eminem. Look at Eminem. Eminem. Have you, have you ever won the lottery? I, I have not. I don't know what okay, that has anything to do. I don't have. I don't know. I don't know what that has to do. I love how the dog pound just showed up here. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know how winning the lottery has anything to do with me being a Browns fan. No, but have fan. you been lucky f- so far in life? Let's be honest. Being a Browns fan, or are you more like Charlie Brown? You, you tell me. I think I'm very lucky. I've had a good life. I mean, just not. <laughs> just, not just not. Just I'm not, not saying you're going to die. Yeah, relax. It's he gets not to that work bad. With us you every see, week. yeah, I, 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 I get to suffer through fan. working with you, oh, Arnie. Yeah, I, I didn't mean that you were going to die. It's not that bad being a Browns fan. Okay, just it's relax. not. Yeah, yeah. There you, there you go. I mean, look. Let, let's let's face it, it. It can't get worse than the last two years. Yeah, right? one in the. Yeah, I can't get worse than one in thirty-one. Yeah. Well, I guess I, it, yeah, could. I, I could, I guess it could. It could. Yeah, we but, could go in sixteen yeah. again. Yeah. yeah Listen, I, I guess it could get bad. So there you go. I really, I, I was gonna <laughs> say, I really do think, as a father, though, you're yeah. you're really just totally missing the boat on this. Your son has set himself up perfectly. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. if she was a Patriots fan, first of all, she'd probably be insufferable. Oh, I Two, I couldn't do that. I that would make me sick. I would I would I would really get sick to my stomach. Then you can't do Patriots. Well, that's what I'm saying. By the way, speaking <laughs> yeah. of Kent State. Yeah, Nick Saban went to Kent State. Nick Saban went to Kent State. That's right, Julian Edelman. I've heard the whole rounds already. I, so, I think I was going to say your son is destined to be a genius yeah. with a, yeah. a wife with really low, really yeah. low expectations. He, He's wow, you're going to call the worlds. women at Kent State that unbelievable already? No, he hasn't even got, He hasn't started school yet. They're going to throw him out. Right, we look. We have a lot to get to. So, so much happening today. If you want to go ahead and send us a text uh, or a tweet, Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at Stinking Genius One O H I O. Oh, there you go. Uh, again, if I have to hear that, I'll pull my hair out. We saw. Did you guys see that hit? And I know you saw it, Eminem, as you were disgusted about it. Uh, I, I tweeted it out. I think you went ahead and saw it, uh, Aaron, uh, in the Minnesota game uh, where they called um, – actually called, what, a late hit on the quarterback? Not a late hit, uh, unnecessary roughness on the hit on the quarterback and helmet to helmet, and it wasn't even anything close. I couldn't believe – what this is coming to now, and I think a lot of people have retweeted that video. Um, is this what the new rule changes are going to be? Is this what the new NFL is going to be? Because I'm telling you what, if this is what it's going to be like in the regular season, I'm not looking forward to it. That's why. Yeah, Arnie, If uh, first of all, I, I hate to agree with you, but you're actually right on this. because So first of all, there's two different rules. I didn't realize because there's a new kind of helmet-to-helmet rule and crown-on-crown crown and all that stuff. This is the new the, – the rule that was called in the Vikings game is basically the quote-unquote Aaron Rodgers rule. The rule where, uh, if you remember last year, obviously, ironically, it was the Vikings slam Aaron Rodgers in the ground. He gets hurt. He misses time. So this is the new, uh, this is the new rule to help protect against that. I'm going to read you the rule because it just yeah. sounds confusing just hearing it. it says, well, just watching the play, it didn't even look like anything wrong whatsoever. I was going to say, it says, a rushing defender is prohibited from committing such intimidating and punishing acts as stuffing a passer into the ground 
or unnecessarily wrestling or driving him down after the passer has thrown the ball, or even if the rusher makes his initial contact with the passer, blah, blah, blah. It goes on forever. The point is, it's just confusing talking about it. But to your point, you see the video. Everyone listening, I'm sure, has seen the video on social media. If that is a penalty in the modern NFL, I think we're in a really bad place with football. Um, it comes to the point now. You know, it used to be when there was a flag on the play, you're like, okay, it's going to be offensive holding, you're backing it up. Now I have no idea what's going to be called. Pass interference, offense or defense, holding, uh, illegal hit, helmet to helmet. I saw a game um, yesterday. Uh, it was one of the earlier games where the running back went ahead and picked up the blitzing linebacker, and the blitzing linebacker went ahead and or, or the blitzing quarterback went ahead and, and dipped his head down, still didn't make contact, and they called it on the offensive guy. I mean, it was completely confusing. And once again, I'm wondering what the NFL is going to be like 10 to 20 years from now if we continue to make changes like this, if it's still going to be as popular as it used to be. You know, maybe we should go back to the days – uh, remember those big shoulder pads like in the 70s? <laughs> Neck rolls, yeah. Yeah, you know where you bounce off or something like that? I don't know. Maybe maybe it's it's better to go back to, to something like that where you're, you're covered up a little bit more. Well, yeah, and this is my problem is, and I think it's your problem too, Arnie, is look, obviously none of us want to see anybody get hurt. Nobody, nobody tunes into football to watch people get hurt. But at a certain point, everybody playing football understands what they signed up for when they started, whether – it was when they were a kid, when they got to high school, whenever they started playing football, they know what they signed up for. And if you get to the NFL level, you know the risks that come with playing football. And so that's my problem with all these new rule changes is it's great that we want to legislate out as much violence as we can, keep guys safe. But at a certain point, football stops looking like football and all the stuff that you referenced, the thing today with the Vikings, there was just another play, uh, your beloved 49ers when they played the Texans, all throughout preseason, I mean, I'm, I'm seeing normal hits, normal blocks, the things that you reference that all of a sudden are being called flags, and I'm with you. I think, and this is going to sound crazy, and I don't want to go down this this rabbit hole here, everyone's talking about all the protests and, and uh, all the things that are affecting the bottom line with ratings. If the NFL continues to, be, uh, to, to call games like this, take out some of what makes football football, I think that's going to hurt this sport in the long term more than anything else. Wow, you you got to a lot there. I did, I did. I yeah. start I started on a tangent. I'm sorry, so no, no. got got me all fired up. Yeah, no, you, you got to a lot there. Um, I I did want to go ahead and, and comment on one of them because you know, like, hey, you know, if we continue to you know make these changes, then football's not going to be football, and they know what they signed up for. Kind of like NASCAR, you know, drivers know what they're signing up for in case they die. Um, which I don't buy into that. That's why when I get back, I'm going to talk about that. I'll jump on you a little bit, and maybe we'll get to a little Ohio State update since we're yelling O-H-I-O. So all that coming up next. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Arnie Spanier right here on Fox Sports Radio. Wow. We're so mean to each other. I love it. (laughs) Good evening, everyone. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Arnie Spanier. We're brought to you by Granger. The products and services you need when you need them. Granger's got your back to help keep your facility running. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right, Aaron Torres, a couple things I want to get to. Um, already a tough day when I found out my son's dating a Browns fan, so it's, it's been very tough for me on that. A um, couple things, though. You said, you said that that's what they sign up for. 
uh, then I could say, well, that's that's what NASCAR drivers sign up for to, you know, go ahead and risk their lives. But no, then we make it safer. We come up with the Hans device. Uh, you know, we come up uh, with, with uh, the regulator plates where they all go just about the same speed for the most part. Uh, in boxing, you have the helmet option out there, or the, you know, to, to go ahead and wear that. We make it safer. We made the gloves bigger. Is it fair to say that's what NFL players signed up for and we should make it safer for them? Well, we are making it safer because the equipment is improved every single year. Some people could say that's worse. What's that? That the equipment is making it worse. If, some people said if we actually went back to the leather helmet, people would start you know, lowering their because they don't have the helmet to protect them, and they would stop doing that. I don't know if that's true. I certainly would love to see the experiment. Obviously, you can't do that, but um, you know, it's certainly something to think about, though. I was going to say you you lived through the leather helmet days. Yes, so. thank you, thank you very yeah. much. Yes, thank you. Um, no, I mean, look, I I think what's important to note is that the NFL is doing stuff to make the sport safer, and but there is still an inherent danger to playing it, and it it shouldn't be life threatening, but there is an inherent danger to injury to obviously we know about concussions to all that stuff, and you bring up NASCAR. It's an interesting point. But at the end of the day, those guys still know that when you're driving 400, uh, 200 miles an hour or whatever you are, 40, 50 laps, there is a chance that you could crash and something bad could happen. So you can improve the safety. I have no problem with improving the safety. But it gets to the point where the sport that you signed up for stopped being the sport that it currently is. And that's where I feel like we're getting to with football when some of these hits that are getting called penalties are just preposterous. Do you think it's never going to be the popular sport anymore? I mean, look how much it was in, in popularity. It's night and day between football and everything else. Forget about if NFL or college. Let's just put it in, in one lump. Some football overtakes just everything, more probably double or triple the next sport after that. Is there going to be a time where football is no longer number one? Even in my lifetime right now, some people think that even hockey's not part of the big four baseball used to be number one boxing used to be big and horse racing and nascar i i don't know is, is there going to be a time where the, where the nfl is not going to be the, the big cheese anymore yeah i mean i don't think it's going to get to that point anytime soon but i do think that again you change so many rules you change the sport fundamentally and i do feel like we're getting to a point where the sport is being fundamentally changed where we're getting a whistle it feels like every time there's a hard hit you reference the play in the vikings game arnie that was a textbook form tackle by a defensive lineman uh, on, a, on a quarterback. And so I do think that it's going to continue to turn people off. Now, look, is it enough to, for people to completely turn off the game? Uh, I don't know. Is it enough for people to turn off the game and never come back? I don't know. But wouldn't you agree? I, I don't know. Don't, don't you just agree that at a certain point guys know what they signed up for? And, yes, you want them to be safe, but there is an inherent danger to it. No, there is an inherent danger. That doesn't mean, uh, you know, it's okay to have, uh, you know, c- come away 15 years from now not knowing your name anymore because you've had too many concussions. But don't you, un- you know that signing up that, like, hey, man, this is this sport could do damage to your head? And it, look, we've seen guys that are worried, Patrick Willis, Chris Borland, about the long term effects, specifically of head injuries that have stepped away. And there's plenty of guys that haven't. And by the way, there's plenty of guys that played football for a really long time that that got hit in the head plenty that seem perfectly fine. 
Shannon right. Sharp, who's part of this network, was in the NFL for 20 years. He's one of the best, uh, you know, I think he's one of the brightest guys on TV right now. So, uh, you know, one, I don't know that, that look, I, I don't want to sound like Larry Fedora here. Look, you can obviously, there is head trauma involved with football. Right. But there is also plenty of examples of guys that have played football for a long time and it doesn't seem to have long-term consequences. I just feel like, Again, nobody wants to see anybody get hurt on the field. Nobody wants to see anybody have long-term problems. I just feel like at a certain point you got to let guys play. I'm, uh, you know what? I'm starting to think, and it's not so much because of this new rule change or the bunch of rule changes that we're coming up with. I think football has a big, big problem. What's that? A ma- major problem. The same problem that, that baseball had. Um, it's coming to the point now where we're stopping to have tackle football at young ages. It's now going to be flag football in a lot of states. Matter of fact, some people say you, you shouldn't even be able to play tackle football until you get to high school. Um, more and more mothers are not allowing their kids to play football. They're going to get them into other sports. That's going to have a trickle-down effect to the college level and then to the NFL level. I think it's going to be the kids uh, at the low levels, at, at the young levels, excuse me, are the ones that are going to affect the sport later on because they're not going to want to get into it because of all the concussions and the physical ailments and, and stuff like that. I think that's where the major problem is going to be. Yeah, I, I'm curious uh, because I do think that obviously you can see that there's a lot of places where participation rates are down and all that. Obviously, I, I didn't know we were going to go this far down the road, so I didn't look up all the numbers. But I also, there are parts of the country where participation hasn't dropped, where in some places participation has gone up. I mean, I do think that football is the fabric of certain parts of this country, and I think it will remain that way for the foreseeable future. Let me ask you this, because you mentioned off the top, your son is now a college-age kid, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, you know, the last seven, eight years, he went, he kind of, his sports career has evolved. Now he's specialized in hockey. But you know other parents. I mean, how many parents do you know have said no to football or pulled their kids from football or anything like that? Uh, to other sports or, you know. Yeah, I mean, what is what are the conversations that you guys are having at dinner with your friends or, or four or it's five not years so ago? Much, it's not so much that um, now or back six, seven years ago, it's the new rules now, what's coming down this year and, and last year and no more tackle football, no more helmets. We're going to play flag when they're six, seven, eight, nine, ten years old. I mean, peewee football is going to be almost non-existent. That's, I mean, it's not about who's going to be yanking their kids um, out of football because there's not going to be any helmet hitting when they're at a young age. And then by the time they get to high school, they might not be interested in it. Football is something that you have to get into young, not something you pick up later on in life. So yeah. um, you know, I'm not so sure that's the best thing. We're, we're getting a lot of uh, tweets tonight. Uh, Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at Stinking Genius 1. Uh, I'll pick a random one like Mike said. Hey, I take everything I said back about Kirk Cousins being worth every penny. Today's uh, Vikings-Jaguars game set football back 50 years. My Lord, I wish I was a Browns fan after that dumpster fire broke out. Wow. How about well, it was a, yeah, it was a bad game for Kirk Cousins. Three for eight, twelve yards, um, a, a passer rating of forty five point eight. Not quite the stellar performance uh, that Minnesota was looking for out of him. It was horrible there. Uh, At did you see Cool Hand Jack says the fact that I don't know what a legal catch or a legal tackle is anymore is why I stopped watching. Yeah, but I thought we just fixed that this uh, this year, right? <laughs> well, I mean, these tackles. I I mean, I don't know what a tackle is either. 
And uh, I, I don't know. I just, I, not to get off the Kirk Cousins thing, but I, yeah. I just, I don't know, man. I, I don't, I just, I, I, I think back to what you were saying about the about letting kids play in the youth levels, though. Don't you think, though? I do think that. Look, it's, there's no secret that participation is going to continue to drop as kids get younger and younger. But aren't there kids in every community that grow up watching football, and whether they're going to start at six, seven years old, or thirteen, fourteen when they get to high school? The the answer to that, and I'm sorry to jump in, is no, baseball. Please. How many of us grew up watching baseball, especially as a kid? You're going to the game with your father. Um, I mean, really, baseball was the king of all sports. Uh, and then it became harder and harder to find 18 people to play baseball. Uh, then you would get about roughly 10 or 11, uh, excuse me, 10 or 12 kids. You play six on six. Wasn't really the same, but you had to have the gloves, the bat, the ball, a lot of, a lot of stuff. You grew up watching baseball, but you didn't play it when you got older. And then it really didn't excel in high school and it doesn't excel in college. I think that's the answer there. I think you're looking for AT. So are youth baseball numbers on the decline though? I, I, I certainly think so. Okay. It's not as big of a sport as we make it out to be. Listen to this text. My wife flat out refuses to allow her son to play junior high football. Very disappointing and not worth the argument. Interesting. Yeah, and that's something like obviously I don't have any kids, and I, uh, at some point I may have a son, and, and that may be a tough conversation to have, but I also played football, and I also – like I think every – my personal opinion, and I, I don't have a kid, so maybe it's different when you actually have children – I think you got to let kids make their own decisions. And if my son wanted to play no. football, no. Big mistake. No? no. I mean, Big they mistake. end up dating Browns fans, right? No, that's, that's the... why you're a parent. That's what you're a parent for, to make the decision for them. But when, you get, when they get to 13, 14 years old, when they're at that high school age, I do feel like they're uh, – look, yeah. you, you do can't feel make it, like what? You what? can't make every decision for them. Well, that's why you make the big decisions, they make the little decisions, and guess what? There's no little decisions in the first 18 years. How about that? I don't right, know. Right, right. They'd be, be good. I'll That's get how they end to up that in a second. Uh, first, though, I want to go to my favorite update guy, Steve. Du- oh, he's not here. My second favorite update guy, Tom Le- Ralph, Deb Carson, Dan Beyer, Eddie Garcia, Kevin Figures. Gascon, oh, my eighth favorite update guy. How you doing, big guy? What's trending? You better get your head right. Wow, look at that. I'm trying to be nice. I'm complimenting you, my eighth favorite. I'll give you a concussion. Wait, one, Ooh. two, three, four, five, six, seven. Eighth favorite, you're in my top ten. Do we have ten anchors here? Yeah, we have eight, so. Do we have eight? Yeah. It doesn't feel like it at times. Yeah, well, there you go. I just, I don't really pay attention to everyone below me, so. All right, oh, show's over with this long fire. update. Wow. <laughs> Good evening, guys. <sighs> Hope you guys are doing well. I We got a lot of action today, whether we're talking about the National Football League, Major League Baseball, I don't know, preseason affair right now. It's at the half in Los Angeles. Chargers leading the Seahawks 14-6. Denver is actually scoring some points today. They're actually beating the Bears, too. It's 23-10. to Started Two the fourth horrible quarter. teams. Horrible. Yeah, well, it's going to be a long year for both those squads. Horrible. Jaguars beat the uh, Vikings earlier today, 14-10. to Off the field, Zach Martin, Dallas Cowboys guard, a pro bowler. He's going to have an MRI tomorrow, so that's big news on him. He injured his knee. We'll see what happens tomorrow on him. Cleveland playing dealer reporting the Browns are expected not to sign Des Bryant. He came in looking for a job and left... Josh Gordon, he's back at camp for the, the Cleveland Patriots Browns. The Patriots could use Des Bryant. Ah, they sure. don't need him. What are they going to okay. need him for? Wow. They don't need wide receivers. 
No, they don't. They're fine. Edelman four game suspension, but they're fine. Yeah, and, and Decker's dropping the ball like 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 he has butter on his hands. But go ahead. They have Gronk. It doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, Carson Wentz has been cleared to participate in eleven on eleven drills, and according to his head coach Doug Peterson, he wants at least a week worth of work and drills to be ready for the start of the season in college football. Georgia freshman tailback Zamir White tore his ACL on his left this. knee. Oh man, breaks your heart, right? It Just a freshman, hard. second too. time, right? Yeah. So he actually. Tore for his right ACL last November in a playoff game, and so now he does it here at the NCAA Mm. level. Uh, Major League Baseball, loads of action there. Uh, Chris Davis in the Oakland Athletics. Here's a 3-2 again. A line drive to left for a base hit. The A's have taken the lead. It's going to go all the way to the wall. Simeon has scored. Lowry's the third. They're going to wave him. He's around the bag at third. There'll be no throw. It's a two-run double to left by Chris Davis. And the A's take the early lead. It's 2-0 Athletics in the bottom of the first. Man, they're just rolling right now. They uh, took care of Houston today. 7-1. Trevor Cahill in seven innings. Gave up a measly hit. No runs and seven strikeouts of the victory. Jacob DeGrom, a complete game gem for the New York Mets. They win in Philadelphia today by a score of 3-1. to one. Three games underway. Angels in Arlington taking on the Rangers, 3-2. Diamondbacks, six up with the Padres and the Dodgers are down by three in Seattle, 4-1. Mariners in front in that affair. Guys, well, at least... Mr. Torres, back to you. I don't know. Wow, hey, I you put you in my top gun. ten. Look, if we can cut off his ISDN, wow. cut off the power. I, I put you in my top ten. I'm trying to be a new Arnie. I'm Try trying to be to the be. nice Arnie. Wow. I expect by my to, goodness. Yeah, a different the, shade of you come Christmas time. By the way, Arnie, I yeah. uh I uh while while Mr. Gascon was keeping us updated, I did a little Google search. I searched yeah. uh baseball participation rates. Right. Some guy named Ken Rosenthal. Don't know if you heard of him. Yes, I know Kenny. Finally, baseball is getting some good news about the effort to increase youth participation in the sport. Baseball like, and yeah. softball combined to rank as the most participated sport in 2016. So people are still people are still getting into baseball at the young level. Well, you're throwing in softball there also, which is a whole other level to that too, but... Yeah, come- and, and notice he said they're getting good news. It must have been down for a long, long time. Oh, Arnie, you and your specifics. I, I just read the headline. Listen, <laughs> don't let I'm the a- facts get. Don't let uh, the facts get in the way. I'm right? a little too old to be a millennial, yeah. but I definitely just did yeah. the millennial thing of reading the headline and then not exactly. Really the um, Man, I thought I had you cornered too. Uh, we're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Easy to save fifteen percent or more on car insurance with Geico. Uh, go to Geico.com or give them a call one eight hundred nine four seven auto. And remember, the only hard part, well, that's figuring out which way is easier. Um, you know, I read you that uh, um, text that we have. Uh, tweet, excuse me, thank you. Tweet, gotta get that down. Uh, Please where do the guy by the said, way. Thank you, where his wife flat out refuses to allow their son play junior high football. My son came home. We were living in Dallas. He wanted to go ahead and play football. You know, the, the kids were kind of giving him a hard time. I'm like, there's no way that you're going to play football. You're 100 pounds soaking wet. Uh, they want you to play running back. Some big galooka is going to stick you into the ground and break your arm, hit your knee, and you're going to be done with sports for the rest of your life. And he goes, well, the neighbor kid wants me to play. The neighbor kid is as tall, as big as me. Sure, he wants you to play so he can smother you into the ground. I had to make the decision. I had to go ahead and say, hey, you, you can't play, but you're not big enough to play. 
I had, to, I had to make that decision for him, Aaron. And now he's dating a Browns fan. There you go. Look, so look. He must have rebelled on me. He must exactly. have but you understand that. It, yeah. There's a time, and that's what the mothers are there for, to make the decisions for their kids that you can't play. Yeah, but I, I – and how old was he, if you don't mind me asking? I know you, you just – It was like, uh, I think like 12, 13 years old, right around there. Yeah, I mean, I, I just think that um, – look, the, my, my whole thing is – and I don't want to get into like parenting philosophy here deep on a Saturday night, but yeah. like – I think one. I think it's okay in that case to to let your kids make decisions. Like I don't think if a kid, you know, if a kid decides he wants to start smoking a pack of cigarettes a day, yeah. then yeah, maybe you jump in and say, you know what, we need to have a talk. But you know, and the other thing is, like my whole thing with football is, look, I played in high school, Arnie. You know, we we are not in the same studio, but you've seen me in person. I uh, there was never a point in my football playing career where I was ever going to be good enough to play in the NFL. And so to me, it was a way, I don't know, one, to, to hang out with my friends, but two, I also do think that football teaches you very valuable life lessons. I think there's a lot of value in playing football beyond uh, just getting a college scholarship or going to the NFL. So to me, I don't know, I just, I don't, I, 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 I don't have a problem with a parent making that decision, but I also, I don't know that I would personally make that decision as well, but I do think that. A lot of parents are making the same decision that you and your wife did. Uh, Scott goes ahead and says, hey, football will be destroyed because of gambling and fantasy football. Uh, if they continue this crap, ratings will go down. I, I disagree about that. Gambling is a big part of football, and it's going to be bigger now, considering all the states are going to have gambling. It's going to be legalized gambling within, what, two to three years, maybe even less than that. That. That's going to be a big moneymaker for each state out there. That's going to make it bigger. And fantasy football is bigger than ever, Aaron. That's, that, who would have thought that that has gone from, the, from its infancy to, to where it is now? It, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, and that's one of the reasons why sport, uh, football is so popular and why it has gained so much momentum over the last decade, even though ratings have been down, is because they have done a good job of bringing in non-traditional fans uh, that wouldn't watch the sport, and it's through putting a couple bucks on it. It's through fantasy football, uh, but I don't know. I, I don't know. I just when I look at this kind of conversation of uh, first of all, I don't know. I don't think any, the football is going to get to a point in our life where it is not the most popular sport. I mean, look, we were talking about NBA Finals games with I don't know what 10, 12, 13, 14 million people watching, as right. opposed to a Super Bowl that has a hundred million. Uh, you know, a playoff game has 35, 40 million. So, look, it is still by far the most popular sport going, and I don't think that's going to change anytime soon. But I do think, to kind of get to the core point that we're talking about, I do think you're going to turn off fans when they feel like the sport that they grew up watching, the sport they grew up loving, is no longer the sport that they're watching now. Wait till there's that one call for, like, helmet to helmet. Yes. Or, you know, the one that's so controversial, but you can't look at it and overturn it. The one that cost them the game, the one in the uh, when there's you play a great game for 59 minutes, and the one with 30 seconds left that gave you the uh, automatic first down to the other team, they score and every fan is just boiling over uh, because they lost the game because of this one call and then the calls will start coming in the sports talk radio what did we do we're destroying the game we've changed the rules we don't know what it is anymore this is why we don't watch and yada 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 that's exactly what's going to happen you understand that don't you yeah and i was going to say that didn't that kind of happen last year where there was a couple really weird questionable what is a catch? What isn't a catch? Obviously, the most notable right. one in that Steelers Patriots game in the regular season. And then I don't know if you remember Arnie, 
there was two or three catches in the Super Bowl that went for touchdowns. Yeah. yeah we, we, we sat there. We watched. But okay. those were right calls, though, I thought. but They yeah, were right I, calls I, because they because they were yeah. a catch, but not by the letter of the law. Right. And so right. I will say this, and it's something a lot of people brought up on social media today, is that a lot of times the NFL, I'm sure the NBA too, the, they'll institute these new rules in the preseason and they really want to kind of drive home whatever the point is about either the proper form, proper technique, whatever it is. And then as the season starts, they'll start to back off or they'll adjust. Or as you said, Arnie, when the public really comes down on them, they will adjust kind of on the fly. We saw it again in the Super Bowl last year. My hope is that with some of these kind of quote-unquote new penalties, new rules, that that does change because it, it, it's been tough to watch these last couple nights when so many of these calls, you just sit there and say, how can that possibly be a penalty? All right, some late stories coming down. Also, some late games going on. We'll bring in Gascon. Uh, he'll get us caught up in all that stuff as we finish off hour number one. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Arnie Spanier right here on Fox Sports Radio. What does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more in car insurance? means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago as we bring in our buddy who's in the top 10 of all-time update people, all time. David Gascon. I can deal with that. Top 10 all-time? Oh, that was a misspeak by me. No, 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 no. You said that, that right. Yeah, Big Top 10 doesn't me. mean that I'm not in the top five either. So I must have misremembered. My bad there. Uh, My bad. Uh, What's going on, Gascon? What's happening out there? Well... How about this? Chef's choice. We can we can turn up to you guys and say, Aaron and, and Arnie, should we go Major League Baseball? Should we go NFL? I will say this much. Uh, the table is yours for the time Give being. Give me a little baseball. Start me with a little. All time. right. All right. Yeah. So let's talk about some money now. I mean, heading into 2018, you, you thought about a couple of the top-tiered teams in Major League Baseball payroll-wise. We're talking about the Red Sox. Of course, the Yankees, All right, I changed my mind. Let's go to football. You already bored me. Let's go to no, football. No, 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 no. We're yeah. sticking there right now yeah. because the Oakland Athletics, one of the lowest spending teams in all the land. Here's a 3-2 again. A line drive to left for a base hit. The A's have taken the lead. It's going to go all the way to the wall. Simeon has scored. Lowry's the third. They're going to wave him. He's around the bag at third. There'll be no throw. It's a two-run double to left by Chris Davis. And the A's take the early lead. It's 2-0 Athletics in the bottom of the first. Guys, that wow. is uh, A's Radio Network in yep. real time spending this season. Oakland Athletics, $79 million on their current payroll. Wow. And their highest spending player is Chris Davis, just over $10 million. They rank 28th in Major League Baseball in payroll. And guess what? They're tied with the World Series champions from a season ago, the Houston Astros. They each are now at 74 wins and 49 losses, tied for the top dog in the yeah. American League West. Four games over Seattle, who had a good run, and they fell apart, too, so that's good to see. Yeah, that's amazing. The Mariners are in front of the Dodgers right now, 4-1. This game is Ooh, in the top ouch, of the sixth ouch. inning, so lots to talk Dodgers. about. <laughs> they need a bullpen. Ouch. Everyone's been talking about them. Jacob deGrom, he's been the spotlight yeah. player for the New York Mets this season. In fact, he's been the only guy on the bump for them that's done much of anything a complete game gem today. Nine Ks, seven hits, no earned runs. He lowered his ERA as well to 171 as the Mets won in Philadelphia today, three to one. You guys hear about the uh, Red Sox winning a lot of ball games? Yeah, heard well, I see it every day. Well, they might be in a little bit of trouble. See, their ace, Chris Sale, was on the DL about a week, week and a half ago. And yeah, they, no biggie. Yeah, the team had to place him back on the DL again, though. He's got left shoulder inflammation. In case, Arnie, I know you don't know this, yeah. but Chris Sale is a southpaw. 
Thank you. Uh, listen to me. He's going to be fine. He's okay. He Doctor Spanning. Yeah, he missed the first two. Uh, first of all, they got a ten and a half game lead. Uh, he missed two starts, and then they brought him against uh, back against Baltimore, which is like really missing a third start. So uh, he's he's going to be fine. He'll be fine for the playoffs. <laughs> I just got that Baltimore yeah. reference, by yeah, the way. Thank you. I was here good. all week. Try the deal. <laughs> that was Guys. Give me football. I want some football. All right, all football. right. I thought right. you were done with football. I thought you were giving up, never letting your kid play. You want nothing to do with football. Well, I, want, I, want, I, want, I, I could you know, talk about football. I don't have to let my kid play, though. <sighs> All right, a couple of things here. College athletics, uh, Georgia freshman running back Zamir White towards ACL for the Bulldogs. He is done for the season. Second time in less than a year that he's torn yeah. an ACL. This one was his left knee. Back in November, it was his right knee. LSU wide receiver Drake Davis was arrested on second-degree battery. Unbelievable, yeah. Charged with it last night. He's been suspended from the team, and he's out indefinitely. SEC yeah, he, member. That was, I think it was, what, for uh, assault, right? Yes, so- it, he's just a horrible guy. Uh, they should never let him back on the team either. So I, I don't think he'll ever get back in a uniform. Thank goodness for that. Wisconsin Badgers starting wide receiver Quintez Cephas is taking a leave of absence from the team because he's expected to be charged sometime in the immediate future. He actually announced this today on Twitter saying that Dane County's district attorney is going to prepare some unspecified oh, charges against him and he needs to focus on clearing his name, not playing on the gridiron. I so. can't wait till we have games. When did the games start next? Next Saturday, right? So yeah. your losing starts next air, Saturday. Yeah, when we get on the air, we're going to have a, a bunch of games yeah. to talk about. Thank goodness for that. Enough of this off-the-field stuff. This is killing me. Eminem were talk- and I were talking that we got next week, there's just two or three games, I think, nobody big. But we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to make some predictions. And don't tell me Hawaii and Colorado yes! State. Like yes, Arizona Hawaii's Wildcats. plus 14 in that game. Okay. I, I think Kent State's playing Illinois. <laughs> you got Wyoming, New Mexico State. Uh, who else do you got? You got Prairie Arizona, View, BYU. A&M, Rice, North Carolina, A&T, and Jacksonville I, State. I'm picking my Arizona Wildcats to go to the four-team playoff, by the way. You got there Khalil go. Tate, right? Yeah, Khalil Tate is a Heisman Trophy candidate. Best, best quarterback in the whole country. Uh, I don't know about all that. Anyways, guys. Oh, I yeah. do. Listen, I do. Listen. Thank you. National Football League news. Carson Wentz, he's cleared for 11-on-11 team drills and looks to get right back in the thick of things. As this. He won't start game one. You don't think so? No, I don't Nick think Foles? so. Nick Foles? Well, he's injured, too. So. <laughs> he's banged up. Speaking of banged up, Cowboys guard Zach Martin's going to have an MRI. Yeah. He injured himself today during a preseason game. He'll have an MRI tomorrow on his knee. Yeah, well, of course not. not. Yeah. Josh Gordon back at camp for the Cleveland Browns, but he's not practicing just yet. He's got a couple other hurdles to clear so far. But, gentlemen, that is All right. what we got for the time being. And, Arnie, we look forward to next week's picks because I will fade, fade, fade away. All right. Let me tell you something, uh, Aaron. I, 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 my college picks are phenomenal. Wow, phenomenal. So I'll start with that tonight. Oh, you, you got a four teams for a playoff? No, I, I won't give the four team playoff. I'll just say my Arizona Wildcats are going to be there. But our one in the books that just flew on by. We'll come back, reset. Uh, we'll get to the Ohio State issue coming up next, right here on Fox Sports Radio. <laughs> All right, good evening, everyone, as we're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Did you know that 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance? What do you got to do? Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. You know, thank goodness I live at the Geico Fox Sports East Coast Studios, away from everybody else, Aaron. I 
I, I just can't be around everybody you, else at the station. You live in a state it. where they literally pay you to live there. Yes. I don't. I don't know that I'd be humble bragging about being up there in Vermont. So. Who are you fighting with on Twitter, by the way? Who are you fighting with? I mean, look, some guy called me a snowflake, which is So fine. what's wrong? So what? So what are you crying about, snowflake? Stop well, it. Here's the thing. How can you be a snowflake because you want your son to play football? I feel like that's, that's the manliest thing I could do besides feed him red meat the day he comes out of the womb. <laughs> Other than that, what's more manly than playing football? What do I got to uh, I gotta buy him fireworks? What do I got to do? I don't know. I just see the exchange with you and him, and I'm, I'm just cracking up. I'm just like, what's he fighting with the guy about? I, know. I mean, listen, if you want to call me a snowflake, it's fine, but, I mean, I think there's there's a better time and place. I mean, you can't just throw that word around. You got you to gotta, you gotta time it a little bit better. That's all I'm saying. All right, we've been teasing the Ohio State story. Uh, no surprise by now. I'm sure everybody's already heard about uh, McMurphy's report uh, that Zach Smith had had a number of sex toys delivered to him at Ohio State. Um, He also took his picture of his genitalia when he was at the White House because there was the White House towel. What happened to just taking towels anymore? You know what I mean? And then, then, of course, uh, he was, I guess, have photos of him uh, having sex with a, a staffer. Um, I don't know. Does this all really make a difference? Because Zach Smith is no longer with the team. And I don't know if this does this have more of a reflection on Urban Meyer. Does it make it worse for Urban Meyer? I'm not so sure. I feel like we're just trying to drum up stuff now to to add on top. You know what I mean? That was my exact reaction, Arnie. And my whole thing is, look, Brett McMurphy has obviously killed this story uh, from the beginning, he's been awesome on it. He's been on top of everything. He's had an answer every time the other side has presented an argument publicly. This one felt a little weird and a little personal to me. Like, like, and more so maybe from Courtney Smith, since it seems pretty obvious that the information came from her. Uh, because some of the pictures and stuff, he claimed he had pictures, but he didn't publish them for obvious reasons. Well, you know, there, there's only one or two places that that could come from. But to me, I think that what was disappointing is is that this story is obviously playing out publicly, and I don't know how this moves the story along. We know Zach Smith isn't a good guy. We know, um, you know, there were issues obviously in this marriage. There was infidelity, which was alluded to, but. As a journalist, aren't you kind of supposed to tell two sides to a story? And I don't well, really. Well, as a journalist, you're not supposed to censor the news, though. He doesn't say, well, how is this going to further the story? I'll put it out or I won't put it out. But I guess you've if, got to put out the story and let everybody else no, decide if it furthers it. No. But, but it's. But. There is no other like like it clearly came from Courtney Smith, and it was clearly made to. It was clearly used to make Zach Smith look bad. But it is facts, though. This is not. A debate. We're not going to debate whether it happened. That's a fact. We could debate whether it's a big deal, whether it looks bad on Urban Meyer, whether he should be punished for that. But the facts are the facts. But is, though. is, is it the his job st- to point out the facts? No. Is the story? No? Is the story that are we publicly right now trying to figure out if Zach Smith is a good guy, or are we trying to figure out did Urban Meyer do his job and report Zach Smith when contractually he went outside of uh, you know whatever? Did did right. Urban Meyer do enough? And so, but, but, so give me all the facts and let me decipher it myself. Let, don't what, hold anything what, back from me, though. What facts uh, changed the story of whether Urban Meyer properly reported this or not? What facts? No, came I, out I guess nothing in there. But it, I guess it says something to his character. Or does that not play into it? Then I guess. So, well, it plays to the character. But let me ask this: 
do you think that it shows a little bit about Courtney Smith's character too? Because I think that she said publicly, this isn't about it because you hear these reports and you hear these rumors that she had said publicly that she had told people, I'm going to try to bring down urban Meyer. I'm going to try to bring down my husband. I'm going to try to bring down this program. That to me felt like a, a woman scorned and a reporter scorned. And so was that really about trying to get vindication or trying to make sure that your husband never works again because of the fact that uh, he abused you and, and, and you know you just want the story about about the abuse? Or do you want a story out about him being a bad guy? Because I don't really know how that really has anything to do with the, the physical abuse that was alleged to have happened. Right. Well, or uh, do we know that it came from her? No, we don't, though. So I mean, yeah. how many people could it possibly come from? And, and what, what really in the Zach Smith reporting has come from anyone other than then with Brett McMurphy's reports, I mean, 90% of the information that has been put out, and I just throw out that number, but a, a significant amount of the information that's been put out has come straight from Courtney Smith. So now all of a sudden, this is an anonymous source that leaks it to Brett McMurphy, and we're supposed to believe it's not Courtney Smith, which, by the way, it's super personal information that very few people would have access to. Right. And again, I still don't like the fact that you're suggesting that maybe you censor uh, what we need to know because you don't feel like it's an important well, part of the story. Let everybody else decide on their own if they feel it's an important part of the story. Well, though, no, it's it's not that it's not that I'm censoring the well, that, news. I, oh, well, I'm not. It's not that yeah. I'm censoring the news, but is it news in a way? Yes. I don't know. I, I, I just think and I don't really know what your background is in terms of you know, I'm an attorney on the radio. Oh, okay. No, go, okay. Go, go, you're go, one of those go. guys that like works out of a mall and uh, <laughs> yeah, you're one of those guys. Huh? No, I mean, look, you know, when I went to, to school and like I did go to school for journalism is to me, um, you know, you're supposed to present, I think, both sides of a story. And I don't know that, uh, you know, I, I don't know, like it was clear that it was set that these were pictures that were sent in private. Um, to, from Zach Smith to probably almost certainly his wife, Brett McMurphy got a hold of him, and I just, I, I just think it looks bad. You don't think it looks bad? Like, like I, I, I get the idea of not censoring the media, but is this something oh, well, that the I, public look, needed to know? It makes Zach Smith looks bad, but he's already gone. Yes. I think it does make Urban Meyer look bad in saying, why would you hire and defend the guy that has judgment like this? So I, I think it does make Urban Meyer look a little bit worse, but that doesn't mean you should be punished with well, your job well, because of what this knucklehead has done. But, he, of course, and he is a knucklehead, and I think we have enough of a track record to know that Urban Meyer gave him far too many chances, even if he wasn't actually charged with a crime until May – I think the biggest thing with Zach Smith is I don't I still don't know why Urban Meyer brought him with him to Ohio State after right, he could have right. cut bait at Florida. But at the same time, let's go to Urban Meyer again because this is what it comes down to is did Urban Meyer do enough to keep his job? Did he report the incidents that he knew, etc.? Well, these incidents, I mean, is does this make Urban Meyer look bad because he didn't know what was being mailed to his? Look, we knew Zach Smith was not a a good character guy, right? But, but is it Urban Meyer make, makes Urban look worse a little bit? Does it? I mean, to sure me, it does. I mean, does it? Do, is Urban Meyer supposed to know what Zach Smith is having delivered to the facility? Well, if you're going to hire the guy, you've got to be in charge of him. And believe me, if he was committing crimes, it would certainly look bad on you because you're the one that went to bat for him. Well, sure, absolutely, it would. It. It's one thing if you're committing crimes, but listen, there's a lot of people that work at Fox Sports Radio. If we're all getting stuff delivered to the office, is our boss supposed to know what's in the the package that's getting delivered to the office? 
I mean, no, I'm, but you got a whole. Well, you know what's so funny is I send a package to the station that's got the maple syrup and the Vermont shirts and stuff like that. The station has no idea what I'm sending. So exactly. Know, so if it was something inappropriate, it should your it boss be held accountable. I think they would find out pretty soon as soon as somebody opened it up in front of everybody. But I'm guessing, yeah. But I mean, I, in, uh, there are a lot of places of employment. But isn't it illegal? Isn't it a federal crime to open up mail that isn't yours or something? I might be making that oh, up. We're gonna, but, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna go to that. <laughs> but that, but I'm saying like it, yeah. like is it Urban Meyer's job to to vet every piece of mail that comes into the well, facility? Who paid for it? Was it a personal? Was it a Ohio State account? You know, where where did the booster? Where did the money come from? Um, and then I give you more of an answer on that. Also, if it was his own private money, not that big of a deal. If it came from a Ohio State credit card account or bank account, then I've got a big problem with that. Yeah, I would think, and I don't know, and none of us know. Maybe Brett McMurphy does, but I oh, will find out soon enough. Well, I was going to say, I would think that. You know, you have to validate. I can't imagine there's many things a football coach can order off Amazon that would qualify as like a business expense, right? Like, because like meals are business expenses, rental cars are business expenses. I don't know, like random packages being delivered to wherever would count as a as a something that that would be reimbursable. But I don't know, Arnie. To me, I don't know. I just I just think it. I, I just think yesterday's information crossed the line to me it 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 was not you didn't get zach smith i, I don't know it just so you think they would have been better off not releasing that I, information i just think as somebody with my background as a writer as a reporter and i'm not saying that i have all the answers right. i think if i went to my bosses with that story they wouldn't let me run it i've had a lot of good editors i don't think they would let me run it because i don't think it does anything it's nothing other than a very obvious attempt at discrediting the character of Zach Smith. And I don't think that's Brett McMurphy's job. Brett McMurphy's job is to prevent facts that tell a story. And that I don't really know what it tells other than that Zach Smith is a bad guy, which we already knew. To me, that felt more like a very public kind of character assassination. And by the way, if you read the text message exchange within the article, yeah. uh, the lawyer, uh, Zach Smith's lawyer alluded to the fact that that and it was probably a thinly veiled threat, but that right. he plans on uh, pursuing legal action when all of this is done uh, against uh, Brett McMurphy and against the stadium for releasing this private information. So, wow. I don't saying. think he has a leg to stand on, to be honest with well, you. Well, you're the lawyer. You just said you're an attorney. Yeah. so yeah, Well, I did stay at Holiday Inn Express. So, oh, okay. Uh, Jake says, my son is 15. My wife still calls the shots. I'm with Arnie on this one. Big decisions made Snowflake. by parents. Football is a big decision. Um, Spaniard, you're the Josh Allen of sports radio host, as Jalen Ramsey would say. What did Ramsey say about Allen again? I forgot. He trash. That trash? He's trash. Wow. wow. Wouldn't that be great if somebody called that other talk show host? Like one talk show host just said, so-and-so, he's trash. He just stinks. He's great. He's horrible. Oh, how great would that be, huh? I- I'm very uh- confused by that. Yeah, I, I did like, by the way, yeah. somebody calling us the Little Caesars of sports talk radio. Yeah, just because we're national doesn't mean we're good. Well, I like true. Little Caesars. I, like I do bro. too. I lived off of, of that in college. Oh, okay. Were yeah, you dating a Browns fan when you were in college, or what? what? Did you date a Browns fan while you were in college too? No, that wasn't happening. That okay. uh, thank goodness. I went to University of Arizona, higher education, higher learning, Ivy League school, pretty much. 
for the most part. It's the I've heard it's the Harvard of Tucson, Arizona. The Harvard of Tucson. Uh, we've watched two preseason games, and I'm going to tell you what I know after those two preseason games. I'm pretty sure about one of those things. That's coming up next. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Arnie Spanier. This is Fox Sports Radio. All right, good evening, everyone. Aaron Torres, Arnie Spanier, a great sports talk radio night. By the way, at Lowell's, save 5% on every purchase every day when you use your Lowell's business credit account. That's 5% on all purchases in-store or online, subject to credit approval, U.S. only. Um, Getting a lot on Twitter. Actually, one I wanted to give you... Mike says, hey, the recent story on uh, Ohio State Coach Smith is clearly character suicide and great sports talk radio fill. More importantly, it lets parents of college sports athletes uh, know that there are twisted coaches out there. Um, That's another reason why. Wouldn't you want to know before your son makes a decision about coaches like this or they should keep that a secret when your uh, uh, son makes a decision? What story is Brett McMurphy reporting on? Is is, is, Is it his job? to uh, vet coaches for parents across America, or is it, is it his job to prevent present facts, excuse me, present facts about a, a pending urban market? Here's the thing, Arnie, is that I have no problem if, if Brett McMurphy is just a guy like you and I, right? Like we're right. like like Mike said, sports talk radio Phil, um, you gotta have something to talk about. And if if Brett McMurphy said Hey, uh, by the way, a source tells me that this guy was into some weird stuff. He's he had some weird stuff shipped to the place. Blah blah blah. That's one thing, but it's another thing when he is presenting himself. He being Brett McMurphy as a journalist, as someone who is supposed to tell two sides to a story. Look, maybe listen. I'm not. I don't want to get into the particulars of vivid graphic photos. Yeah, but, but who's he, he, oh, who's can... to say? Who's to say? Courtney Smith wasn't into. I don't want to like it. It gets weird, but who's to say Courtney Smith wasn't requesting pictures like that? Why, who's to well, say then, Courtney okay, Smith oh, wait, wait. wasn't sending pictures? Did Zach Smith. Did who was Zach Smith who, speak to him though? Uh, Aaron did Zach Zach Smith isn't speaking to him so because get, Zach Smith has a lawyer that's advising him to stay out of this. My, that's well, you my can't point. Get to, two sides then to the story if he doesn't speak. But the point is, is yeah. that is that all we're getting is Courtney Smith's side of this story and like. I get the idea that Zach Smith's lawyer isn't letting him speak, but I. But again, it do, it gets back to the core fundamental issue of what story are we reporting on here? Are we reporting on Zach Smith, the dude, or are we reporting on Urban Meyer, the head football coach, and his responsibilities? Because again, we're only getting one side of this story, and again, who's to say Courtney Smith? And I'm just this is all hypothetical. I don't want to get in trouble for for saying this, but who's to say she didn't request those kind of pictures? Who's to say she's not sending pictures like that back? They're going through a divorce. It's very public. It's clear that their their relationship ended on bad terms, but we don't know the context of the pictures sent, the the things that were sent to the facility. And so for me, it doesn't it doesn't do anything to further the 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 main story which is Urban Meyer did he do his job and so all I'm saying is that as a journalist I'm telling you Arnie yeah. I've I have I've had good editors through my life right and I I know that my editors would have said that's kind of some wild stuff but we can't print that like it it doesn't this this it has nothing to do with what we've been reporting I'm, on for the last month I'm curious to see what the listeners think and 
And, you know, I, I don't want to say one side or the other, but uh, do you look at it as a journalistic way, as Aaron does, or do you look at it my way, that it's just more facts and you can decide what's yeah. important or what's not? Um, Aaron underscore Torres or at Stinkin' Genius 1, S-T-I-N-K-I-N, Genius, G-E-N-I-U-S, and the number one. All right, uh, we do this every week, two games in. We're not even two full weeks of the preseason, but somewhat two games into the preseason and this is what I know. Give me some money because the San Francisco 49ers are going to the Super Bowl. Oh, my goodness. Jimmy Garoppolo, 10 and 12, 136, one touchdown. He just looks great. He just looks great. I can't wait to see what he does this year. I can't wait to see his first game. Give me some of Jimmy G. I, Aaron, I mean, I know there's a lot of rookie quarterbacks out there that are going to play. I I just can't wait to see what Jimmy G's going to do this whole year. I think it's going to be fantastic. Well, there's one quarterback that I enjoy watching. His name's Tom Brady. And after yeah. two preseason games, I can say definitively, I need a new radio partner. Because wow. you came on this air wow. last week. You told me Tom Brady was done. You told me the Patriots were done. You know what I'm telling you tonight, Arnie? I need some of that TB12 method because Tom Brady oh. has never looked better Two touchdowns. They scored on four of six possessions that yep, he was in yep, the game. Yep, they're back. Yep. I would say they're back, but they never left, Arnie. I didn't know why he was even playing the whole first half. I'm like, he's going to get hurt because he's going to get hurt. He's so uh, I don't want to say juice because that's you know that's not a good word to yeah, use in terms there. of sports performance. But that TB12 method, sign me up. All right, uh, I saw two preseason games, and I know this, two, and they were in the same game. Two two players. Teddy Bridgewater could be a starting quarterback in the NFL for a lot of teams. And somebody's going to trade for him. Oh, don't do that. Somebody's going to trade for him, and they're going to get a damn good quarterback. Um, I don't know if he's going to be really worth keeping on the bench for the New York Jets. Why not trade him? Um, And that also comes to the point, Sam Darnold's the real deal. He should be the starter. He should start now for the next 20 years for the J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. But I really do like Teddy Bridgewater. I think he's back, Aaron. I think somebody's going to go ahead and trade for him. By the way, Sam Darnold, 21. He starts for 20 years. He'll be Tom Brady's age, still going yep. strong. So yep. Patriots are back. The uh, who, who are we talking about? The Jets are back. I will say this. I'm going to stay out of the preseason. After two episodes of Hard Knocks, yes. I can tell you, Hugh Jackson will not survive this season. Not just, wow. by the way. Wow. Not because he's 1-31. But 1-31 in 31 is indicative of who this guy is. Look, nothing personal against Hugh Jackson, but I don't know if you've been watching Hard Knocks, Arnie, but he is soft as Charmin on those guys. He, he doesn't come down on them when they have injuries. He's arguing with his offensive coordinator. I think they need a little more toughness in that facility. I think the talent is better. I do think they'll underachieve, though, because of Hugh Jackson. I think he is out before the end of the season. I've seen two preseason games, and I already know this. I don't need to see any more. The Raiders are not a good team. That's right. Raider Ryan's Raiders. I don't even know if I say Los Angeles, Oakland, uh, Vegas Vegas Raiders. That's not my name. It is not going to be a good year. Matter of fact, I take the under in win total. Offensively, I've got a lot of question marks. What's going on with Khalil Mack? Are they going to get him back in or are they going to trade him? Not going to be a Hey, pal, why don't you worry about your own team? Wow. This is my job. Not going to be a good year for them, Aaron. Yeah, I was going to say after two preseason games, the least hot, hot take ever.
the Buffalo Bills not going to the playoffs for back-to-back seasons. <laughs> wow, I, easy there. They 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 broke that run. I uh, yeah, and they're gonna. It's gonna be a little while. Uh, I don't know if you saw the game last night. I will say this: Josh Allen looked pretty good, but AJ McCarron, no, no, no. Four straight four and outs when he was in the game. Obviously, they sign him to that that two-year deal in the offseason. I do think they want him to start. I know he's a little banged up right now, but he's not the answer. Nathan Peterman is certainly not the answer, and I don't think Josh Allen is ready just yet. So I think it's pretty safe to say that the Bills will not be going to the playoffs for the second straight year. I've seen two preseason games, and I think I'm going to have to see a couple of more because I don't think it's going to be a great year for Dak Prescott. I know he was 10 of 50 for 86 yards. Something's off here. I don't know what it is. I'm not feeling it. I've not got the confidence. I I don't feel like it's going to be a monster year for him. I just feel like he's going to have a little bit of a letdown year. By the way, latest news, Dallas Cowboy Pro Bowl right guard Zach Martin suffered a hyperextended left knee, but he still will undergo that MRI on Sunday to confirm that. So if there's nothing more serious than that, that's damn good news for them, Aaron. Yeah, absolutely. It looked like he uh, was walking on it, putting some pressure on it. So that is some good news. Uh, Really quick, I've seen two preseason games. I don't know if the Chiefs are going to be better, but, man, are they going to be entertaining. Oh, I saw that play. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, look, we both are big college football guys, so we've been watching Patrick Mahomes. He's got a monster arm. I'm still not sure game to game, series to series, he's going to bring more than Alex Smith did last year. But, man, is that guy going to be fun throwing the ball 70 yards in the air to Tyreek Hill last night. I was sitting in my house. I had the game on for the Pittsburgh-Green Bay game. I saw Mason Rudolph's first pass get picked off, go <laughs> back for a pick six. I'm like, oh, boy, it's not going to be good for him. He finished 5 of 12, 47 yards, a touchdown, interception. He's got a lot to learn. Look like a deer in the headlights, for crying out loud. I, I was laughing at that one. He didn't look good at all. Yeah, it's weird. The, the the Steelers have blown through a lot of backup quarterbacks through the years. Haven't found that guy behind Big Ben. I'm just thinking back to Landry Jones, I think. I was going to say Landry Fields, but he played in the NBA. Landry Jones, and yeah, Mason Rudolph, uh, I know it's early, does not look like the guy that is going to be the next guy after Big Ben, though. No, there's there's a lot of questionable uh, people at quarterback. That's why I think sooner or later, uh, Kaepernick's going to be picked up. There'll be an injury. Somebody will need him. Uh, I love what John Elway had to say about, hey, we offered him a spot. He turned us down, so uh, we didn't give him another shot. That kind of contradicts what Kaepernick had to say when he said that nobody's offering him a spot because of his controversial take on the anthem. So, uh, yeah, it looks like uh, that may hurt his lawsuit. And, by the way, Elway said that in the deposition. So, mm-hmm. you know, he put that out there. So I, I want to yeah. see how that's all going to play out. So uh, we'll get into that a little bit later on. Uh, major injuries. I think it's time we make a major change to the preseason. Uh, I'll get to that first, though. Here comes uh, Gascon. Get us caught up and see what's trending out there. What's going on, Gascon? Man, I am uh, back in the saddle with all kinds of things going on. Uh... Oakland Athletics, they continue to do things, special things on the diamond. Here's a 3-2 again. A line drive to left for a base hit. The A's have taken the lead. It's going to go all the way to the wall. Simeon has scored. Lowry's the third. They're going to wave him. He's around the bag at third. There'll be no throw. It's a two-run double to left by Chris Davis. And the A's take the early lead. It's 2-0 Athletics in the bottom of the first. Unreal. A's Radio Network, Trevor Cahill today. Seven innings, seven Ks, a hit. 
a walk, and no earned runs. A's win it today, 7-1 over Houston. They're not tied top the division. Meanwhile, there's a couple other games that are in progress right now after a two-hour, 26-minute delay because of rain. Angels and Rangers tied six up wow. in the six. Lucky number six is all the way across the board, fellas. Press uh, it. Get out of here. Dodgers. Press the button. I get it. I get it. Dodgers getting doubled up right now in Seattle. It's 4-2, getting late as well. It's in the eighth inning. Kyle Seeger, a home run. Got three runs driven in on that shot and also walked a couple of times. Meanwhile, in San Diego. 2-2, line drive left field. Get on down. And yes, it will. It's a base hit. The ball game's over. The ball game's over. My Padres have come up big on a line drive to left field coming off the bat of Christian Villanueva. From Padres Radio Networks as they beat Arizona today. 7-6 to six is the final. And as soon as we mentioned those Dodgers, they were down 4-1, 4-2, and now it's 4-3. Wow. Scored two runs in the top of the eighth inning. So, obviously, with the Arizona loss, that is huge for the Dodgers. They're trying to creep up in the National League West standings. You mentioned, obviously, with the situation in Dallas with Zach Martin. He'll have an MRI tomorrow on that hyperextended knee. Cleveland playing dealer reporting. And Browns are not expected to sign Des Bryant. Josh Gordon back in camp. Can't participate in practice just yet. Georgia freshman running back Zamir White done for the season. Tore his ACL in his left knee last November. Tore the ACL in the other knee. So, obviously, a lot of rehab in front of him. Fellas, back to you. All right. Thanks a lot, Cass We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's easy to save 15% of more car insurance with Geico. Uh, just go to geico.com or give them a call at 1-800-947-AUTO. Uh, and the only hard part will be uh, figuring out which way is easier. Getting a lot on Twitter, Aaron underscore Torres, um, at stinkinggenius1. Uh, Devin says, I agree with Torres on the recent Zach Smith report. Sending pictures isn't noteworthy, nor is it important to the story, so it isn't news. Is that right on with you then, uh, uh, Aaron? He, he sees it the exact same way you do. Yeah, Devin. Uh, shout out to Devin. There are millions of people on Twitter Devin might just be the smartest one going. <laughs> uh, the dude had six toys sent to Ohio State and took naked pictures at the White House. It doesn't matter if his wife requested them. That's weird as hell. Why didn't he have that stuff delivered to his house? Well, listen. Uh, LOL, don't defend his weirdness. There, there's a, listen, here's the thing. There's a lot of weird guys and girls in every possess, uh, profession and every walk of life. Being a... Uh, uh, you know, being a weirdo and being into weird stuff in your personal life, even if you do have stuff shipped to your your place of work, that has nothing to do with Urban Meyer. It has nothing to do with Urban Meyer. And no, it's, but it's, it does show to his character, and I think that's what you know. That if it's, if it goes to Urban Meyer's character, then it should be part of the story because that's what we're looking into right now. But are we looking into Zach Smith's character, or are we looking no, into? No, no. We, we already. He's already gone. We just want it, to know the truth now. Exactly, and that's my kind of my point is that we know Zach Smith isn't a very good guy. Like that's not news. That's not new information. Uh, but but where do we cross the line? And I think this is kind of an interesting, kind of bigger question: is where do we cross the line on responsibility for Urban Meyer? Because now you're telling me, Arnie, that he has to check every single one of his employees' mail. And use that as a as a tool to determine their employability. No, but I should be responsible for the people under me. I should be responsible uh, for the people I hire that I bring from other schools. My offensive coordinator. But my are you supposed to be worried about them in their personal life as well as their professional life? I mean, um, it's one thing if yeah. they're arrested and charged with crimes, like like we're talking about. 
But if they're just into some stuff that you're not into, you're supposed to. Well, you're supposed I, I, to I'll stop just put that. it like this: How about if the kids aren't into anything, but yet your kids aren't graduating? Well, then you're going to get fired, or at least sure. some schools are going to fire you, and the kids aren't doing anything wrong; just they're just not graduating. So, you know, you could lose your job that, for something like that. But that's part of that's and you're part not going to know everything they're doing. Oh yeah, and that and that's kind of my point. And it comes back to with Urban Meyer, if if um you know, and and this kind of gets to the point that I was just making is if a player is doing stuff that society wouldn't approve of in his personal life, is that Urban Meyer's responsibility? If a player is having bizarre stuff delivered to his dorms, by the way, I would venture to guess there's probably at least a couple guys on that roster that have sent some pictures that Urban Meyer wouldn't approve of. Are we right. supposed to be tapping their phones and and checking and and you know is and I'm just using this as a hypothetical is JT Barrett supposed to be ineligible? I know he doesn't even play there anymore, but is JT Barrett supposed to uh uh not be able to play cuz he sent a couple pictures that his mom wouldn't approve of? Well, I, I guess you got to be on top of everything like that. I mean, social media is one of them. Well, that's that's not social media. Zach Smith didn't post this on social media. This was in his personal life. No, this, this, but it was sent to Ohio State campus, and that, that's where they crossed the line. And we still don't know where the money came from. Was it his own personal account? Well, was it an Ohio if, State account? But that that's not what Brett McMurphy also. reported, though. Brett McMurphy we, yeah. just reported stuff was delivered to the, how, to, the, to the facility, pictures that Urban Meyer probably wouldn't approve of uh, were taken in, in various places. That, to me, is very concerning also. I don't know. Yeah. I don't think it, it is. It shows somebody's mind, uh, mind frame. I, I just think I think the guy was showing off. I mean, he's like not not showing off that, but he's showing off like, hey, I'm at the White House. Look at how crazy I am. Like, yeah. man, people are into some weird stuff in their private lives. I'm not going to judge. I don't listen, Arnie. I'll I really, judge. I, that was weird. I, I I'll judge. That's too weird for me. I'm, I'm just going to throw this out there, Arnie. I really enjoy talking with you for two hours a week every week. I don't know what you do when we get off air. I don't know what you're having delivered to your house, and I I certainly know our bosses don't know either. I don't know. Like it, to me, it's just like just a lot of maple syrup. That's all. You, that's all you're getting delivered up here. I know you guys got the uh, what do they call it? The Ed Pony Benning Express Jerry's. coming up too. Yeah, yeah right. Like, uh, you know, I wanted to get to this real quick because it looks like Zach Martin uh, for the Cowboys. He'll be okay. Hyperextended knee. He'll still have the MRI on Sunday. Um, it's got to the point now. I said that we should have two preseason games. Maybe we should have no preseason games. I mean, they don't play preseason in college. Um, they just get right at it after about a month of practice. Why can't the NFL do the same? If we're going to have people missing uh, games and getting injured and how about what happened to A.J. McCarron, too? That's just a damn shame. Um, maybe it's time to get rid of these preseason games and just get right to game number one. Yeah, Ernie, you fill me in on this. I didn't realize it last week is that there were six preseason games at one point in time. You told yeah, me that, right? Yeah, six, right. Six, there was six. It, it, they played six, a uh, 14-game schedule. That is insane to me what do yeah. you need to, yeah. I, I and i agree by the way you don't need four and like you kind of said i mean think about what what you said about the patriots a minute ago like it was shocking to see tom brady play as long as he did in the preseason which kind of speaks to the how most teams view the preseason listen i i think we should cut it to two i i could even find the argument that you just made for having none uh but man like I-, I wonder what it would take knock on wood and obviously we t- we open the show with this nobody wants to see anybody get hurt all that but what would it take for owners to really reconsider this because 
We've seen a lot of injuries this year, especially considering how few guys actually play meaningful snaps in the preseason. If you want to take away two preseason games, you've got to give them two regular season games. Yep. Uh, so that's the only way it's it's going to so make a difference let, there. Let me ask you a question then. It Doesn't that become the thing of the owners versus the players union? Because the players aren't going to agree to two more regular season games because these preseason games, they're only playing a quarter, a couple series, and then they're out. And so that's my kind of thing is that it sounds great that we got to eliminate the preseason, but I don't think anybody in the in the players' association from the players' side of things wants to add regular season games. Suppose either. you get more money. Suppose you get uh, two games extra more money in your pay because of something like that. I don't know. Billionaires didn't become billionaires by giving out more money. Why they give out more money when you play on Thursday? Each player gets $100,000. I didn't even know that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Teaching me something new, Arnie. Yeah, each player gets, I think it's about $100,000 uh, when they play on Thursday night. That's for both teams out there. So, yeah, they don't let you know that, though. All they do is complain that it's not enough time to get ready and this, that, and the other. They don't tell you about the $100,000 that go into their account, right? That that part they forgot the lead, that they left out. Yeah. All of a sudden, you forgot about that part. I guess. I mean, look, yeah. you know, my, my whole thing, and, I, you know, you and I have been covering sports for a long time. Generally, when there's something that doesn't make sense to the public, behind the scenes, there's a reason that it happens the way that it does. And I do think right. this is one of those cases. Like, I just think it's one of those things, well, the, the owners aren't giving up the revenue that comes with, no. I guess it's what, 18 total games, or um, it's 20. 20 total games, 10 total home games, including obviously two in the preseason. Owners aren't giving up the revenue from that. The players no. aren't adding regular season games. So I think for the foreseeable future, it's going to stay to where it is. They may add regular season games if they get more money. Uh, also, you've got to increase the rosters, which is something major league or uh, NFL players unions uh, want anyway. So that, that, that could be a give and take on that also. But uh, the players never get what they want in the NFL. The, you know, the owners always seem to get uh, their side and their value on that. Uh, it's it's never give and take in the NFL. In other sports, maybe, uh, especially in the NBA, but never in the NFL. It's all about the owners. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was going to say, I heard somebody on, on with Doug Gottlieb this week, and I thought he brought up an interesting point. I don't know who it was. It was a former NFL player. He said there's risk of it. Like, like we always talk about guaranteed contracts in the NFL. He said there's risk of injury. And the NBA guys have season-ending injuries all the time. Nobody argues that... NBA contracts shouldn't be guaranteed. MLB pitchers are always getting Tommy right. John surgery, whatever. Nobody's arguing that MLB contracts shouldn't be guaranteed. I'll be curious when they go back to the bargaining table, whatever it is, the next couple of years, if there really is a push for more for more guaranteed contracts. All right. Uh, I have a one golf story I'm going to get to when we get you back. You love golf. No, golf it's, guy. It, it's more like a funny story. Not really too funny. Somebody got hurt. And uh, you'll get my pick. So we'll have that coming up next. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Arnie Spanier. Uh, this is uh, Fox Sports Radio. All right, great news, everybody. There's a quick way to save money. Just switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on car insurance. By the way, coming up next, our guys straight out of Vegas, our buddies, R.J. Bell, Steve Cofield. A Vegas perspective, and it's getting that time. Uh, college football, I'll have some picks on that in just a minute, uh, starting next week, and then a full schedule after that. Uh, two more weeks of the preseason, then we're into the NFL. 
It's that time. Uh, so straight out of Vegas, R.J. Bell, Steve Cofield joining us uh, after the top of the hour. You might want to check it in if you're a Vegas perspective type guy. All right, uh, lots to get to, Aaron. Real quick, though, I saw that story where Craig, uh, excuse me, Kevin Stadler, I was going to say Craig Stadler, Kevin Stadler, a golfer, uh, was on the course. He went ahead on the backswing. The head of his club fell off, went flying off, hit a spectator in the face. Uh, where he was treated and taken to a local hospital, received uh, six stitches, never seen a club just separate like that and hit somebody in the face. Can you sue like that? Can you make some money or what? I was going to say, uh, golf is clearly too dangerous. And we, uh, would you let your son play golf, Arnie? No, too dangerous. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, way too dangerous out there. Yeah, I didn't yeah. see this story until you brought it up. You want to talk about danger. Did you see our buddy Clay Travis shared a story? There was no. a guy eaten by crocodiles on a course in uh, Mexico, in Cancun. Yeah, I'm, like I'm afraid resort. of crocodiles. Yeah, I'm, I'm terrified of that. Golf, golf too dangerous. Can't let your kids play. Yeah, can't, can't, can't be doing that. All right, uh, give us a little music. We have the start of college football. I've got three picks. Uh, you could do that all you want, but I'm feeling good. Let me give you the Monday night preseason pick. I think it's the Monday night game. Baltimore going to take on Indianapolis. I'm anti-Indy from day number one. I'm going to stay with them or against them uh, even in the preseason. Give me Baltimore plus the one uh, against Indianapolis to finish out week two of the uh, preseason, Aaron. Uh, I will say that considering Andrew Luck, he's running out of time to actually get serious reps in. He obviously won't start the fourth game. He's going to play. He's going to play well. I'll take the minus one. I'll take the one point, and I'll take the Colts. All right, little college football. It's here. Look, not a lot of great games in that first weekend. It's the second weekend, you know, that I, I believe what Labor Day weekend where all the good stuff starts happening. I believe what Michigan, Notre Dame, and all that good stuff. But, hey, it doesn't make a difference. College football is here, so might as well get right at it. Uh, one game I like, Colorado State and Hawaii. Everybody's like, Hawaii's playing but, yeah, uh, Colorado State at home. I got to lay two touchdowns. They're a good team. They'll put points on the board. Don't think Hawaii can keep up with them. Give me Colorado State minus the 14. I Same night, Wyoming post. Oh, I was going to do that next, too. Go ahead. Which side do you like? Well, I was going to say post Josh Allen. I don't know how they bounce back. New Mexico State coming off their first bowl game in, like, 50 years. Yeah, yeah. Give me the Aggies in wow. Las Cruces. I like Wyoming minus the four in that one. Without Josh Post Allen? Josh Allen. Without I don't know Josh. who the new quarterback's going to be, but what the hell? wasn't like Josh Allen tore it up anyway at Wyoming. He did not. All right, last prediction. I'll want. Yeah. i I'll ask you. We're not on air for another week, you and I, at least not, not as of right now. Right. Is Urban Meyer the football coach at Ohio State when we come I'm on back Friday, up? by the way. I'm, I'm, Whoa! I'm yeah. Oh, man, they're cutting me out. I'm cheating on you, yeah. Uh, it's okay. All right. Who are you working with? Looney. Oh, he's a good guy. Can't blame yeah. you. He's a fun guy. Well, don't hey, don't suck up the Next time you and I are on air Saturday, is Urban Meyer the football coach at Ohio State? Yeah, I think he's going to be the football coach. I guess the um, the, report, the investigation yeah. is going to go ahead and stop or, or be finished by tomorrow, uh, I guess, or maybe there'll even be as, uh, some in, uh, news coming out as early as tomorrow. I'm expecting more like Monday. Um, and, yeah, Urban Meyer will still be the head coach. He may get, like, a one- or two-game suspension. Somebody you thought maybe it was, what, three or four? Or actually it was Chris Plank who told me four games. I'm going to stick with one or two. I don't think it's going to be as harsh as uh, other people think it's going to be out there. Let me ask you this, and, and real quick, I think he'll <laughs> stay the head coach too. If we're in agreement 
that he did what he was supposed to do, that he reported properly, and this is all hypothetical, but let's say the, the committee finds out that he did do what he was supposed to do. I'm, I've never really wrapped my head around the idea of why he should be suspended. Real quick, I know we're running a lot of time, but. Well, he shouldn't then. If he did what he was I supposed agree. to do, he should be. Look, same thing with Sean Miller. Remember Sean Miller yep. when he's going to get fired, he's going to get suspended. Sean Miller did miss some games, but I guess that was on his own he, choosing to step away from the program so they could clear things up. I think yeah. he missed like one game or something like that, but kind of same situation yeah. uh, with Urban Meyer and Sean Miller when they had to step away. I was going to say, Sean Miller was under investigation in the middle of the season. So like this, if, if this Urban Meyer stuff had come out, it would make sense to suspend him during the season. But to me, I feel like if you find he didn't do anything, then you got to let him on the field week one. Uh, again, I, I well, it may go that way. I'm still going to say a one or two game suspension. Thanks to Raider Ryan. Uh, thanks to Eminem. Of course, uh, thanks Not to Gascon. Uh, thanks to uh, my partner, Aaron Torres. Uh, coming up next, like we said, straight out of Vegas, our buddies RJ Bell, Steve Cofield, the Vegas perspective on what's going on in the world of sports, taking a look at the preseason games and week one of college. So the guys are coming up next. Stick around right here on Fox Sports. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts do you love selena like really love whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon.